All right, guys, thanks for joining us again. Before you hear our awesome intro song, the rap uh, for Eat Sleep Fantasy, I do want to talk again about Draft, the app. You download the app anytime and, or just surf, search Draft in your app store and join a game in just a few minutes. You can even play from your computer if you go to playdraft.com slash Fantasy. Either way, make sure you enter our promo code Eat Sleep Fantasy, and you get $3 free uh, entry into any game to start off with just to see if you like it or not. On top of that, you can play us. I am ESF Dale. You can uh, Christian is ESF Brito, and Armando is ESF Armando. So you follow us, and then when we start games, we'll just invite you, and you can play against us or your friends or just try to kind of join public leagues. It's really fun, kind of like uh, just regular traditional DFS except for uh, you get a draft on top of that, which makes it way more fun. So check it out when you guys get a chance. Again, uh, the app is called Draft, and you use promo code EATSLEEPFANTASY. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to Eat Sleep Fantasy. I'm your host or your co-host, um, Armando Crespo, and with me, as sometimes, is Dale DeMont. What's up, Dale? That wasn't a bad intro. I think that was your first one. I think we're on episode 130, I want to say 138, um, but that was pretty yeah, good. I have a, I have a I stuttering think, uh, problem, so I uh, try not to do the intros. Yeah. Well, you have a stuttering problem. I'm mobile all the time, and on top of that, I have a... Uh, runny nose, and you are working in a remodeled house. Yep. Uh, so good luck, everybody listening to this. I episode. can't pronounce names either. Oh. Golden Tate will become Golden Taint, and Carson Palmer will become yep. Carson yeah. Dahmer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, thanks for listening uh, to Eat Sleep Fantasy. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, where are the oh Facebook, the big one. Yeah, you can also follow us on Anchor now. We're doing uh, Anchor. It's kind of like audio, but for uh, it's like Twitter, but all audio. So that's kind of cool. Uh, check that out. Where we try to get on that in between pods. We also open up to our writers to get their insight. So it's worth checking out when you guys get a chance. Just look for us. It's Eat Sleep Fantasy, or I think you can just type in Fantasy Football, uh, and and I think that's our username is Fantasy Football, which is pretty cool. Awesome, Armando. We're gonna do some pretty cool stuff today. Ooh. Are we going to juggle on the yeah. podcast? Nope. Uh, we are going to walk the waiver wire. Walk the waiver wire. Is that what you guys call it? Have I missed something? Is this? No, no, no. I just that's, made that's up. terrible. Yeah, we, could, we could say walk the waiver wire line. Walk the wa- wire line. Wa- oh, yeah. Walk the line. Yeah, that's good. Uh, we also have um, some mailbag questions. We got a ton of questions today from Twitter. I asked, and uh, you guys asked a ton of questions, so I'm going to get into that. Uh, later in the episode, if we're doing, if, if we're calling walk the line, can I be Johnny Cash and you be his the wife? What's his name? What's sure. her name? Uh, Jude. Man, Ju- Jude. 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 June. 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 Okay. June. Okay. <laughs> June. Yeah, I could be June. Okay. Cool. Um. All right. So we're gonna do our news, and we get all our news from Player Line. If anyone wants to know. 
Yep. And if anybody else wants to know, Armando will be better this episode with talking into the mic. Yes, I am, because I'm not next to Dale, and I'm in my own home. Okay, because you're already going in and out already, and I'm going to get tons of emails saying that Armando needs to fix his microphone. My hand gets tired of holding it in front of me. I don't have a desk yet. (sighs) (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm doing on top of a, a couch right now. Okay, just do your best. That's all we ask. Okay, so let's start with some big nudes. Um, big nudes? Big, big, damn it. See, that's why I don't do the intros. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's um, up? Colts quarterback um, Andrew Luck has been ruled out for week three already against the Cleveland Browns. That is terrible, terrible news. Yeah, I'm expecting him to come back like week four or five. I'd be shocked if he's out for the whole six weeks and they didn't put him on IR. I think that would uh, – I don't know what that does to the team by not putting him on IR. I guess saves a spot or something. But, um, yeah, they were anticipating him coming back before six weeks. So just hold on to him, everybody. Don't don't trade it's him. only week two, guys. Don't let him go it's only yet. week three, actually, yep. now. I mean, if you have somebody like Phillip Rivers, you're, you're going to be okay until he comes back, and I think he's going to have a really good season like we all expected when he comes back. Yeah. Um, another – I don't know if it's big news, but Terrence West has a soft tissue injury. Um, I think it's time. I don't know if we're going to add him to our waiver wire, but Collins, Alex Collins, is uh, the next man up. You know, after Allen, um, right. big news or little news? Uh, you know, it is big news because I think Allen will get a huge boost. I, it's it's going to be Buck Allen show if Terrence West is actually out. So definitely pay attention to that as the week gets closer. Uh, I think you can might. Uh, you think you could buy low on Buck Allen right now? I think he'll be buying high right now. He had a great game last week. Yeah. So, uh, in that case, you know, just hold on to West. I think he still is very relevant if he's healthy and plays. I think if there's two running backs, you you, have, you should own both of them. If it's not West, it should be Collins and Allen. They are going to work two running backs in the offense. They want to run 40 times a game, and not one guy can do that all season. Right. And both of them, I mean, both would probably be flex plays on good matchups. I don't know. I think they're both like RB twos, solid RB twos. Both of them. I think whoever whoever the RB one, RB two are. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten consistent numbers from West, and Allen is really turning it up a notch. He's been consistent as well. And who's the guy behind Allen? Collins, Alex Collins. I just signed him from uh, Seattle. No, the name sounds familiar, but I don't I mean, know his game. They, I would say that he's nothing like Terrence West or Buck oh, Allen. because they are world lighters. Or what are they called? World beaters? <laughs> <laughs> Setting the world yeah, on fire. That. They're, no, they're nobody's deal. They're all, right. Anyone could perform in that offense. They just gotta, as long as you run 20 times a, time, a game. Um, next up is Jalen Strong has been released. I was kind of on the bandwagon a few years ago, and now he's not no longer on the Texans. That's not news at all. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's fine. It is. I, nobody's putting ch- chips in on Jalen Strong. Um, Not this year. Sorry, I was just going to move on. There was nothing. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Chris Johnson is moving up the depth chart. Uh, he he played like the running back one, so I guess he's going to be the full-fledged RB1 moving forward. Is that what you're getting from that release? Uh, he's going to be probably more heavily involved. I still think the other running backs will be as well. I'm not playing Chris Johnson if I can help it. Again, this is another flex guy on a good matchup. I am still a little nervous that Kerwin Williams will take some work away as well. It's a terrible what do you think? It's a terrible team. I don't want to own anybody. If you have to own anybody on the offense, it's Nelson. But overall, I'm just not buying into it at all. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's all uh, – I think that really does it with the news. Is there anything you want to add to it? 
I'll tell the big news. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's all the big news. I mean, uh, guys, we're going, we're, you know, we're, as we approach the third week and you survived without an injury, now's the time in the back of your head you need to start thinking about handcuffs. And we'll probably talk about this a little bit later in the episode. But if you have somebody like Lamar Miller or C.J. Anderson, Anderson, uh, these are guys that you might, you know, the the dart throws that you got late in the draft, if they're not really doing anything and you're getting uh, impatient, I would start considering, you know, getting your handcuff. Uh, You know, it's it's a time of the year, you know, third week, three, four, five, where stuff happens. Yeah. You've you've escaped. You probably had a couple wins if you had C.J. Anderson on your team. But man, yeah. If you're play, if get get a handcuff. If, if your if your team is depending on C.J. Anderson right now, <laughs> get Jamal Charles. Yeah. If you did the Gordon rule and you have Melvin Gordon, get Brandon Oliver and draft and and you know handcuff your RB two whoever he is. I had Terrence West and I'm doing everything in my power to get Allen or try to do everything right. in my power just because I don't. There isn't anyone available right now. That's any yep. good. Yep. Yep. Um, All right. Let's get. You want to get right into the meat and potatoes? Oh, let's get right into the rice and beans. You know, this our podcast moves way faster without Brito. I know. And by the way, Brito, Brito is uh, he will be back shortly. Uh, We're kind of trying to rotate and get everybody involved. I think Armando has really good takes, and sometimes he doesn't record, and we don't talk about what he talked about, and it hits. So we want to make sure we get everybody's opinion. I think it benefits listeners to get myself, you, and Brito all on the podcast all week. So we're going to try to rotate a little bit better and get everybody involved just a little bit more. Yeah. Did you guys um, mention how I talked about Javoris Allen um, in the preseason at all? Yeah. I mean, did you guys? No. Uh, no, we didn't. Okay. We didn't talk oh, about that. Okay. I was just bringing that up. Or how I said you shouldn't draft Jordan Howard. No. Did you guys talk? Please. Did you guys? No, you, got, you guys missed that one. Okay. Yeah, because – you predicted Jordan. Or, or did you guys talk about Brandon Coleman and how he is going to be the next yes. Marquise Colson? And I, I did. He, I wrote about that, actually, in my piece on Willie Sneed. If you go to Eat Sleep Fantasy and look at the articles, you'll see a hate article on Willie Sneed. And, you, uh, and you quoted me? It talks about And Coleman. you quoted um, Eat Sleep Fantasy in that, where Brandon Coleman's a wide receiver to own and not Willie Sneed or Ted Kidd? Uh, no, I said Ted Kidd and Brandon Coleman were both easy uh easy number two guys that Sneed won't work out. It was more not for Brandon Coleman, but it was more against Willie Sneed. But we'll talk about Brandon Coleman in a minute, too. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm just going to okay. add someone to our list of guys you should drop in Ted Ginn. <laughs> you shut him out. <laughs> <laughs> he is not droppable. He's pretty droppable, but let's uh, let's get into our, our uh, Lechon and Kongri. You actually wrote Ted Ginn on our show prep. I'm writing it as we speak. You can hear the clicking. Yeah. Yeah, that's not nice. All right. All right. Let's get some of our waiver wire. What we're going to do, we're going to talk about some of the waiver wire ads for this week. And uh, after that, we're going to talk about some guys that we would consider dropping. Uh, maybe some guys that are low on your totem pole that are worth dropping for some of these waiver wire ads. This is in no particular order, although it kind of is. But when people ask about the order of the waiver wire, it really depends on your team needs, you know. Uh, for instance, you know, Chris Carson is our first waiver wire ad if he's still available. He, if you don't need, if you if you have three strong running backs and you're the first order on your waiver wire, I don't know if I would necessarily waste it on him right on now. Car- unless on Carson, can, unless you could trade him, yeah, you can trade running backs. Running backs are really thin right now. I'm saying I think your waiver wire ad could be 
very valuable in a couple weeks, in a week or two. If you don't need, if you don't need a running back, is all I'm saying. I think you get only get this opportunity once or twice a year to get someone who's going to get twenty carries a game. Hunt was one. It seems like Carson might be two. Hunt Hunt wasn't a waiver wire ad. Oh, you're right. So Carson, yeah, I guess it happened the week before some drafts. I mean, Tariq Cohen, Tariq Cohen, Carson. I don't think Tariq. So it's happened. So it's happened. I don't think. I don't think Tariq Cohen's going to last. That's what I'm saying. Like Jordan Howard's still there. So do you believe in Jordan Howard? I'm saying it's going to be a fifty-fifty split. Neither one's going to be an RB two. They're both flex plays. That's what I've been saying all season. Jordan Howard is not droppable. By the way, we got a ton of questions on Twitter. Jordan, do not drop Jordan Howard yet. He had a shitty game, I understand, but uh, hold on to him just for a little he, bit, please. I, th- I think he's him. a buy. I mean, we'll talk about tomorrow, but I think he is a buy low right now. Yes, he is not the seven yards or whatever he got in week two. He's not that guy. He's going to be better than that. He, if you have an impatient league uh, league mate, try to cash in on him, but don't overpay. At least right now, he has a potential. He's really good. He's very talented. Tree Cohen or Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Yeah. Man, that uh, Melvin Gordon no, RB1 for the season is smelling better and better with... How long are you going to talk about <laughs> Melvin Gordon for? Jesus, you brought him up three times I already. T- I it's only five I minutes brought in the him up yet. It's the first time I said Melvin Gordon. <laughs> I think just casually, you just talk about your draft every time. You talk about <laughs> that you drafted Melvin Gordon. We get I love it. that guy. It's not like a, it was a... Uh, it wasn't... It was like a huge, you know, bomb. I mean, people like Melvin Gordon a lot. But... You just like him a lot more than Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson and Ezekiel Elliott and Jordan Howard, which which wasn't bold, but it was good. I mean, it was. I don't think it was bold, but it was. Uh, Being the only guy it was, ranking him one, it's like ranking Michael Thomas one. Right. <laughs> All right. So the first waiver wire ad is Chris Carson. Last week, week two. When I talk about last week, by the way, I'm talking about week two here. Uh, he had 20 carries, 93 yards, over four and a half yards per carry. Uh, Eddie Lacy was a healthy scratch and Thomas Rawls was in the game his first game back he missed week one and Rawls only had five carries for four yards it, it is interesting to note it's, that he was Rawls was the starter he started the game as a starter right right just didn't get the job done Carson and I I was reading uh, other blogs from inside the organization saying that the players all assumed that Chris Carson had the job to begin with and it was just handled weirdly but uh, it seems like Carson is the guy now and um, doesn't look like Eddie Lacy's going to get in his way, hence a healthy scratch. And Thomas Rawls didn't do much. So unless something crazy happens, Chris Carson should be the starting running back moving forward. 20-plus carries a game. Uh, the- I just want to note this. I don't see him getting 20-plus carries a game personally. I see it being more around 15, and Rawls will be more, more involved as he gets healthier. That's my two cents. Take it for what it's worth. Okay. Yeah, no, I I I wouldn't uh, want to blame you for that. I think he gets around twenty carries. The bad thing about it is, Seahawks have a horrible offensive line, yep. and you know who this hurts. If I mean, if they actually have a good running back here, it hurts Jimmy Graham, uh, just because Jimmy Graham's going to need to be helping on run blocking. I said that last week, and everybody was saying, "No, he's playing the Forty ers Jimmy Graham's going to be awesome. Jimmy Graham is going to be help blocking and helping that O line as much as possible." I'm selling Jimmy Graham if I have to, if I can, yeah. uh, to anybody. Uh, for instance, I would be happy with having Evan uh, Evan Ingram. Yeah, I think it's t- as my uh, as my starting. I kind of agree with you. Um, it's time to sell Jimmy Graham right now before his stock continues to plummet. Yeah, because it will. I mean, they're going to keep counting on him to uh, 
to block. He I mean, he's a good blocker. He's a great blocker. He is. I mean, and that's what limited his ability last year. His slow start last year, he was blocking a ton. This O line just has horrible. Uh, it's just horrible. So Chris Carson is valuable here. Um, any 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 running back getting fifteen to twenty carries is valuable, and Chris Carson probably be one of them moving forward. Yeah. Speaking of opportunity, seizing the opportunity, Sam J. P. Ryan. I'm all about it. Last week he had he had 21 carries, 67 yards. Rob Kelly was on a tear. He was having the game of his life before he got injured. Perine P. Ryan came in and uh, basically stole the show, and they gave him 21 carries for 67 yards. Like I said, didn't score. But if Rob Kelly, they're saying uh, rib issue, ish, injured rib. I don't know what the details of that are as of this recording. But he suffered a rib, Rob Kelly is out rib for an, cartilage injury. Okay. And right. remains day-to-day. For, yeah, and those those things are going to linger, and it's going to hamper his ability. So I don't know. P. Ryan is definitely – he was drafted. He might have been dropped after the first week. Uh, I think Brito and myself talked about this earlier. If you had him, hold on to him. Uh, but if he was dropped in your league after week one, uh, pick him up, and you never know what happens with Rob Kelly. You know, an injury – Players lose their job to injuries all the time, and if P. Ryan somehow gets more effective, uh, I think they're happy with getting rid of Kelly and just having P. Ryan on. Yeah. Chris Thompson is to note, uh, I think, a valuable PPR option in, in most leagues. There's too much hype behind him, personally. I feel like this happens every year with Chris Thompson. He has those huge, massive games, and then he does nothing. And everyone adds him on waivers, yeah. thinks that they have themselves an RB2, and then he just lets you down next week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has you know the uh, the eighty yards and two touchdown game, and then he will have literally five yards with one catch. He's a playmaker, but it's not like a consistent. Right, right. I agree. All right, next guys up are Mar uh, Marquise Lee and Alan Hearns, uh, with a absence of a Rob. It looks like these two guys. I personally, and we said this last last week on the pod, that Lee was going to be the guy, and he was 12 targets, uh, 7 receptions for 76 yards. He didn't score, though, but Alan Hearns did score, but he was out-targeted uh, by Lee by 5. So are you going to get? Are you gonna pick, try to pick up the guy with more targets or that got the touchdown? Well, Marquise Lee was a higher draft pick. Hearns was undrafted, but Hearns has more of a history of being a consistent playmaker. Um, right now, I think I'm going to go with Marquise Lee. He's had a great preseason, and he's been pretty good this year. Um, but Hearns has performed a little better in fantasy, so it's kind of a toss-up. I, I, right now, I'm leaning more towards um, Marquise Lee because he's a guy I was on all preseason. But Hearns, is, if he's available, he should also be added. Yeah, yeah. I like Lee. Uh, that offense is, again, atrocious, but Blake Bortles will throw a lot. He's not scared to throw, and he's not scared to give one person all the work. Yep. So Marquise Lee's a good one. The next guy on the list, uh, and this is where it kind of gets a little murky. You know, it really depends if you really need a waiver wire ad or not, but guys are worth mentioning. Kendall Wright with the bears. He led the team with 10 targets last week, seven receptions for 69 yards. He did not score, but the 10 targets is promising. Go ahead. Talk about uh, Thomas. You, I know you, I know you like Kendall Wright though. I, yeah, well, he's the guy I was talking about all preseason for the Bears. I thought he would be the guy to just shine, not because of injury, just because he had the most talent, I thought. Uh, but it just landed on his footsteps, and now he's the number one wide receiver over there. So I definitely think he's worth an ad. And as the season progresses, I when they move to Jabinski, I think Kendall Wright will be more valuable. 
Right. Uh, I don't think he landed on his own footsteps. I think he, I think the opportunity landed on his doorstep is what you mean. See, meant. that's what I'm talking about. That's why I don't do intros. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't blame you because uh, English is your second language. So I, I, I'm not going to make fun of you, but um, I kind of does. Well, uh, I do want to mention a guy I've been talking about all preseason, and you guys all laughed at me. Deontay Thompson. He did have five targets, caught four of them for 57 yards and a touchdown. He's going to creep up, and I think he's going to surprise some people by the end of the year. I'm saying by the end of the year, he's going to be the Bears' number one wide receiver. As crazy as it sounds, he looks like just a middle-of-the-road guy now, but he's fast, he's big. He can. I mean, he's a great end-zone target, so just keep an eye on him. Yeah. I've, I've, been, I've been saying that for a couple of weeks. I like him a lot. Former Gator, go Gators. Before we move on from the Bears, um, I do want to add Zach Miller to this list. We didn't talk about it much, but he was valuable last year. Um, with all the injuries over there in the Bears, Zach Miller should just start moving up the depth chart. Um the pecking order, I'm sorry. And with all the injuries that happened with Jordan Reed, Greg Olson, Gronkowski, uh, who am I missing here? Jimmy Graham. All those guys went down this week. I think Zach Miller is just a guy that if you lost one of those four top tight ends, Zach Miller somebody should add in free agency. Not necessarily waiver wire, but definitely free agency. And this is exactly why. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sucking my own dick here a lot today. But this is why I said punt on tight ends. In the draft, because the the position, if you're not getting Kelsey, Gronk, Reed, baby, uh, it's kind of a crapshoot, and it is. I mean, you're looking at guys like Evan Ingram that are going to creep into top 12 and you know guys like that. So uh, definitely uh, listen to me next time is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I think we're both going to do this a little bit today. Um. <laughs> uh, next guy, J.J. Nelson, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, last week, he had seven targets, five receptions for 120 yards and a touchdown. That's great, but John Brown ha- out-targeted him by 11. Brown. I'm sorry, out-targeted. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> uh, out-targeted him by four targets and had only 73 yards. Um, What are you doing here as far as picking up an Arizona Cardinals wide receiver? I think it's a hot mess over there completely. But I think you're going to go with Nelson just because he's been the most consistent player. I don't think Brown did anything last week, and then he had a good week this week. So I'm going to go ahead and stay towards Nelson, who played last week, was consistent, and continues to be the number one wide receiver over there. All right. You know what's surprising, though? He is currently, as far as performance goes, the top, a top two wide receiver in the NFL in fantasy football. That's kind of crazy. That is crazy. That's, I think it's. I mean, that's not you know taking. Well, it's it's week two and he had a huge he had a huge game. So I know, but still, it's, it's it is overreaction. I know, but I mean, it's like it's pretty. I, he should be at it. He's not even. He's not even owned in seven point. He's only owned in seven point two leagues. Right. Seven point seven point two percent of leagues. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What I, I've been out of the game for a week and I lose everything. <laughs> All right. Um, some of the handcuffs like we were talking about. If you have Lamar Miller. Foreman got some carries. I mean, he had 12 carries, just 3.3 yards per carry. But uh, again, just talking about handcuffs, you might want to start thinking about it. If you didn't draft any, you know, definitely start thinking about it now, right? Yeah. Um, do you want to just list a few guys that we wanted that people should add? Just some, sure. um, Foreman, Charles. Those are all, these guys are directly the backups. There's no, there's not going to be a running back by committee when these guys go down. These guys are right. the guys. So it's going to be Charles for sure behind C.J. Anderson. Brandon Oliver is going, going to be the guy behind Melvin Gordon. Um, who else, Dale? 
Chris uh, I- James Conner. Yeah, James Conner, Chris Ivory. I don't know about Chris Ivory. Should he be owned? No. But he's going to be the guy. You would think. Yeah. But uh, I don't think he's going give to give your team any value. Yeah. I guess McFadden as well. Is Ezekiel Elliott cuttable? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, okay, so another guy, uh, we already mentioned him a little bit, Brandon Coleman. Last week, he was uh, four for six for 82 yards and a touchdown. Now, Sneed does return in week four, so he has another week without Sneed. I'm continuing to say, and I'll put I'll put my name on the line here, that Sneed is uh, a bum. I'll just say that. People have a need for Sneed, which I hate that stupid phrase, but... Uh, it's going to be Brandon Coleman, Ted Ginn, Michael Thomas is not droppable yet, er, ever. He's going to ever. become, you know, he's going to get more involved. I don't know, Dale. Um, I do agree with that Snead isn't going to affect Coleman's value whatsoever. They play two different um, positions in the wide receiver field. So I think when Snead comes in, it's just going to boost Coleman a little more for me. Okay. Hey, I mean, Coleman's huge. Coleman was supposed to be the next Marquise Colston. Yep. So and, I'm, I'm going to live. I'm going to and, hang my hat on that one. For a while. It's been two years now. Coleman hasn't done anything, so maybe this third year he can step it up and be the guy. I mean, Brandon, uh, Drew Brees seems to have some confidence in him at least. Targets him, target you know, four for six for eighty-two yards last week. So, yep, I'm all aboard. All aboard, and we are recording in the middle of uh, that Monday night game. But Evan Ingram is definitely a guy to target if you need a tight end. He's tearing it up over there. That already. Okay. Good That's enough. good enough. Alright. Let's talk about players you want to drop. Okay. If you could stop messing with the microphone. I'm please. sorry. You, you, you can hear that? Yeah, I can hear the whole entire episode. Okay, I'm sorry. What are you doing? Uh, my, I'm switching hands right now. I'm sorry. Yes, I can hear okay. it. you got to be careful with it. I don't know how to handle these things. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> All right, um, so I guess the first guy we're going to talk about is AP, Adrian Peterson. He's had 14 carries so far and is averaging just under, just over three yards. He's welcome to Trashville. <laughs> <laughs> we're not stealing that for anybody. No, no. <laughs> Trashville. <laughs> what is it? We um, call it trash, um, tra- Trashboro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, AP, it saddens me to say he doesn't have much value here. Yeah, he's done. It sucks. And I don't think he's not a good running back. If he had the workload, he could be good, I think. But they're not giving him a chance. They're not giving anyone a chance over there in New Orleans. Not even Drew Brees is getting a chance. Yeah, I mean, that offense isn't looking hot to begin with. But I do think it'll you know heat up. They always do. Because they have a favorable schedule. But... Even if AP somehow gets 50 yards and a touchdown one game, would you expect him to, to do it again? I don't know. No. I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt, all of a sudden, he doesn't get any carries. He just sees three snaps for the week. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, it looks like Darren Sproles is probably the guy to own. Don't do it, guys. Don't fall into the trap. Just just stay away from it. Every year, we, I remember we say this every fucking year. Darren Sproles, I guess he's the guy. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah. he does nothing next week. Just if you just don't own any of them, just drop them all. Don't even bother. It's a waste of time. <laughs> if Robert Kelly is injured for an extended period of time, uh, how do you feel about 
how do you feel about Robert Kelly? If he's if he's out for a period of time, are you dropping him yet? If he's ex- if he's out for six weeks, yes, I'm dropping him. But if he's out for three weeks, yeah. no, I'm not dropping him. There's no way he's going to get his job back if he's out for four more four or more weeks. I guess it depends how Samaje Perine and Chris Thompson perform. I mean, they have no problem yeah. not giving the guy a job back. They dropped Matt Jones like a like nothing, like hot potato. Yeah, because yeah. he was a potato. Uh. <laughs> Mike Wallace, he only had four targets in two weeks. And has done nothing with them. Nothing. Uh, there's just, with uh, the addition of Macklin there, uh, it's he's droppable. Uh, we don't need to talk about no, this. They're, they're just running way too much. I mean, I think just own as many running backs as you can. As they come through with Baltimore offense, just grab a running back from there. Okay. Uh, last guy, Eddie Lacy. I didn't even, I didn't even wait for the game to go. I saw inactive, cut, done. Never yeah. want to see his face again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. You cut Dale's like, why, why do you have That's an fine. empty bench spot or anything? It's like, Eddie Lacy, he's done. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the All last right. guy I think that we should consider talking about is uh, Ted Ginn. He's only had 70 yards through the first two uh, weeks. I don't know if he's worth rostering anymore. With, with the mess that the New Orleans Saints are, I mean, you really think he's going to be the guy that brings him, you know, out from the rubble? Stop it. All right. Ted Ginn is not droppable yet. What will it take for him to be droppable, Dale? Another week like last week? Um, yeah. Okay. If he has one more week without a touchdown in under 50 yards, you can drop him. How about that? Uh, I'll give you permission to drop him if he doesn't get a touchdown or 50 yards. Okay. Is that fair? fair? I think he will. All right. We're going to do some quick hitting, hitting questions here uh, from our mailbag. Again, if you're not following us on Twitter, that's probably the easiest way to reach us. We're very accessible. We're kind of a big deal, and uh, we're very accessible on Twitter. So definitely hit us up at Eat Sleep How many FF. times are you going to say accessible in that sentence, Dale? I don't know. I suck at this. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Uh, first question. What happened to Del- Delvin Cook prediction? I believe I said Delvin Cook was a top 10 play versus New Orleans last week. I was wrong. Let's get over it. I don't know very many people who weren't excited about seeing Delvin Cook in against New Orleans. So, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to talk about that really quick. People ask, you know, would you start him or him and this and that. When people ask us, you have to remember, like, especially if you're asking two really deep players, right? Like, I don't know, I'm going blank right now. But say, uh, you know, would you start Carson Wentz or Alex know, Smith? Uh, yeah. You know, it's like both can have decent games. It's it's such a crapshoot, and whoever has a big play that game that day is gonna be the, the you know the outscore. Uh, you know, it's gonna be the one that scores the most. English is Dale's first language. Oh, I hate it. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shut up. He's gonna outscore him. <laughs> All right, Dale. The way Armando sounds on the microphone, you'd be surprised that he has a degree in audio. You have a degree in this. Armando. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm not supposed to be the person okay. on the mic. <laughs> you're supposed to be the person off the exactly. mic, too. You're failing in all parts. All right. Uh, Mark Ingram or Chris Carson rest of the season in standard league? Um, I think you're going to go with Chris Carson. I don't think it's close. 
I think it's close, but I'm going Chris Carson. Really? You think it's close? I think Mark Ingram is really valuable. Let's not let's pretend that the Saints will actually get going, and I think they will. Ingram is valuable. It doesn't take much to be a top twenty-four running back. Okay, wait. You're saying Mark Ingram is going to be a top twenty-four running back? If if the Saints can win a couple games, yeah. I mean, I, I assume they'll win two games. <laughs> I'm I'm taking. I said I, I'm taking Chris Carson rest of the season. Okay, how much more do you want? Okay, how about um, Mark Ingram doesn't finish inside the top twenty-four? No, there's too much. Uh, what is he right now? In the, for, through the first two weeks, I don't know. My internet dropped. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not taking that bet. Okay, will Michael Thomas actually perform this year? What's his deal? It The deal is the Saints offense and Drew Brees just haven't gotten it going. Um, he's, I don't know what they're doing with their running backs. He's 26, by the way. The whole running. Okay, yeah, so it's very possible. Yeah, it is, actually. My, Michael Thomas, you stay put. He'll be fine this year. He'll Michael Thomas, I will bet anything he's a top 15 wide receiver, okay. despite his slow start. Okay, so I think there's been a shitload of slow starting wide receivers this week. We can go A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Michael Thomas, Des Bryant, which of those four guys do you think have the best chance of, you know, or the worst chance of, you know, coming out? Say those names again. Uh, A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Des Bryant. All those guys were, you know, top wide receivers you guys added and all have underperformed dramatically this season so far. Who who has yeah, you got to go with, you got to go with Hopkins. You think Hopkins is his least chance considering his target share? And his, his, his and his receptions, like he he's getting the most work. I think if anything, he's like might be in the top of that list of guys that will I, will I, turn it on eventually. He's he's limited by his quarterback, but the work is there. Like that's how many how many touchdowns do you think that quarterback is going to throw a game? I think throughout. The, I think he's going to progress. Through, okay, how about this? DeAndre Hopkins is a buy low right now. For sure. Yeah, I agree. All, all those guys are buy lows. I mean, but, they have under, underperformed. That's what you just right, said. Right, but which one of those guys has the least chance to, to – you don't, You think DeAndre Hopkins has the least chance to actually produce? I was going to say Michael Thomas. Out of out of those four guys, yes. I think Michael Thomas has the least, percent, percent, uh, least chance of producing just because of the okay. amount of guys around there. I mean, there's still Snee, there's still Gidden, there's still Coleman, there's still Peterson, there's still Alvin Kamara. There's so many people over there. I just think Michael Thomas is going to get lost in the ruffle. Okay. All right, so let's do an eat bet. What's it? What is it? Uh, I'll I'll say Michael Thomas is going to finish above DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, standard or PPR? If you say PP standard, yeah. Uh, how about PPR? You were so confident a second ago, and now you're trying All right, to change. That's the fine. I'll take it. Okay, that's an eat bet. Um, um, um. Thanks to Nick for managing our board bets. Is he is, is he bets. doing that? Yeah, Nick. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, I'll, I'll say it in a minute. We are doing a live show again this week, folks, so stay tuned. Was that, was that a success? Uh, did. Was it good? I don't know. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool. We bullshitted. It's more like our Friday fun show. I don't know if I want to call it that. <laughs> Please but, don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, we just we bullshit a lot. We take callers. We talk with our listeners. We answer some fantasy questions. We talk some fantasy, and then we bullshit some more. So it's fun. Uh, on Fridays, we'll do it at 9 p.m. Eastern time. So... Uh, if you're interested in getting more information on that, you can email us, but we'll be putting it on Twitter and Facebook as well. Okay. Uh, all right. Who would you start week three? Marcus Mariota or Kirk Cousins? Marcus Mariota is playing. Uh, I just had this up. I apologize. Marcus Mariota is playing Seattle. Kirk Cousins is playing 
It's just Kirk Cousins done in Oakland. Yeah, I don't think it's close. I would have said Kirk Cousins. Sorry. Oakland's playing at Washington. Either way, Kirk Cousins. Mariota has been subpar, and Kirk Cousins has a better boom potential. Well, Kirk Cousins has very horribly underperformed this season, and Marcus Mariota is a top ten quarterback so far through the first two weeks. So I wouldn't really say that he's a has a bust potential, but uh, against Seattle defense. Seattle doesn't have much offense. I don't know if they're going to win, but Mariota defense is 12. Told Mariota's 12, not top 10. Okay. Okay. Well, depending on the league. Six-point passing touchdowns. I think he's 10. But anyways. Uh, no, six point, six, yeah, six point I, he's 12. Okay. And four-point, I bet you he's 10 because he's running. Okay. Anyways, get through it. Uh, yes, I think Kirk Cousins will bounce back. Hopefully this week I'm playing Kirk Cousins reluctantly over Mariota. I don't think it's, I don't Just, think it's close, guys. I would take Kirk Cousins. But are you worried about how Kirk Cousins has played so far? Not at all. He played some good defenses. Okay. All right. Let's go to the next question. Uh, let's see. Is it time to jump Jordan? Is it time to dump Jordan Howard? No, definitely don't dump Jordan Howard yet. Okay. Here's a question for you. Would you trade Jordan Howard for C.J. Anderson if you own C.J. Anderson? Absolutely not. Okay. 100% not. So what do you do with Jordan Howard? If you're not dumping him, what are you doing with him? Are you starting him? Are you benching him? What are you doing? No, you're, I'm benching him. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm benching him. I think the first chance you can is when you trade him. Someone, some, yeah, someone still believes him in your offense, in your league. If someone's willing to give you someone like C.J. Anderson, I think you take that trade. Now... Chicago does play Pittsburgh this week. That is juicy matchup for him. You think so? Can he bounce back? Pittsburgh has been really good on defense this year. Do you need me to fact check you? Because I haven't been. Please fact check me. Okay. I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, let's Tell see. me the next question while you look it up. Okay. Next question is Tell me why somebody should or should not trade Tyler Eifert for Jack Doyle in a point in a PPR league. Hmm. I guess it depends who the quarterback is. If it's Jacoby Brisket moving forward or is it, is, is, Jesus <laughs> I, I like, he doesn't do this on, he doesn't do this on purpose, by the way. <laughs> I kind of like that one though. Jacoby Brisket. Um, yeah. The brisket, uh, if he's a quarterback, I think you, if he's a quarterback throughout the season, which he won't be, um, I would do the trade. If you're doing a, uh, Daily fantasy football. I'd rather have uh, Jack Doyle next week because Brissett will be the quarterback next week. Sorry, I can't get over the brisket one. <laughs> do you agree with that? I wouldn't do that trade one for one. I think you're gonna you're, you're sell you're buying uh you're buying Jack Doyle a little high there. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. All right, so the Pittsburgh they start off the season really shaky. Had a really weird game against the Browns. That didn't really play into him. They did stop Isaiah Crowell, but we all learned that Isaiah Crowell kind of sucks. Um, but don't forget what he did. Don't forget what Delvin Cook did to the Vikings. So do you think? I mean, don't forget what Delvin Cook did to the the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah. Killed them. Yeah. So, it was week one. Week one's fluky. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. And Delvin Cook had 60, 12 carries for sixty four yards against him. I do think Crowell was in a game. Low. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, in a game that Pittsburgh killed him. You know, twenty six to nine. Delvin Cook still did. A decent job. So where does uh, Pittsburgh stand in uh, the rankings as far as against the run? 
Uh, I don't. I'm not gonna go by rankings after two weeks. Well, you're the. That's stupid. You, you look at a couple oh, games. It's way I easier. thought you were gonna fact check me, Dale. I just that, did. That, I told you, Dalvin Cook did the rookie did okay. Yeah. Twelve carries for sixty four yards. They did nothing, and Carl did nothing. So they are above average. Uh, I say they're average. If one did good and one did bad, that means they're you said average. pretty good, which is below yeah, okay, you know, and then there's bad. Yeah, they're pretty good. <sighs> I disagree. <laughs> Sorry, what's the next question, Tail? It's hard doing a podcast with you sometimes. Uh, should, if this person has Wilson and Newton, he's getting a little nervous, should he pick up Carson Wentz? If you're nervous, don't pick up Carson Wentz. And this is what I'll tell you. <coughs> and you can tell me what you think of uh, Armando. You have Wilson and Newton. You have a perfect core to stream your quarterbacks on matchups. Don't worry about, oh, I have to start Newton because he did well last week, or I have to start Wilson because he did well last week, or he didn't do well, so I'm not starting him. Play the matchups here. You have two good quarterbacks. This is kind of like a mini stream scenario. And guess what? If you don't like Wilson or Newton's matchup for that week, drop some droppable loser on your team and pick up somebody who does. If Wentz has an amazing matchup, you know, if Wentz is playing, I don't know, uh, a defense like New Orleans, pick them up and play them that week. And I think Newton, Wilson, one of them are going to hit this year and really get into a stride. Just go ahead and stream them uh, between those two and you'll be fine. I don't know. I did. Both have looked horrible. Both. I'll, I will say that. Yeah. Both have looked horrible, but you could stream them against good matchups. Yeah, I guess if you're looking at streaming, I if I were you, if I was this guy, I would sell both guys and just go on full stream. Simeon has looked sensational. Yeah. Alex Smith has looked amazing. Okay. Carson Wentz has looked pretty good. And both those guys are top. Those those are three guys in the top of the quarterbacks right now. Simeon's first, Alex Smith, and Carson Wentz. That's great advice. That is great advice. So tr- if you could sell either one of these guys or, or yep. both, I would, I'd probably just sell one. I'd keep, I'd keep Newton and try to sell Wilson to somebody who really loves Seattle. If you can get something out of him, if you can get an RB3, I I would consider right. Yeah, I agree. R, RB two, anything like if you if you're weak at tight end, if you lost somebody this sell week, one of yeah, these. I would. Yeah, sell one of these guys. Okay, that's great advice. This is that's Armando's best advice I think he ever gave on this podcast. Good job, Armando. Yeah. Definitely sell one of these guys. And if you're in oh. a if you're in a bind, go ahead and stream with somebody else off the waiver. I take that all back. If you do own, if this is a two quarterback league, though, just saying. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Okay. Moving on. Because there won't be anybody to stream exactly. with. Exactly. This is that was good. I appreciate that. That was awesome, Armando. Oh, thanks, man. You're getting better at this podcasting stuff. You know, it just takes me a few uh, like forty minutes again to my strides. You guys stay tuned for another forty minutes. I'm really gonna hit my stride. I'm gonna I'm oh, sound yeah. like a berry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a strawberry. Um. All right, guys. That and that. This episode was really quick. Not a lot of bullshit. Um, I hope you stick around next time. We'll, we'll, I promise you, I'll get way off topic. Um, a lot of ums. I'm sorry. I, I, man, I gotta stop doing that. I'm really bad. If you count how many ums I said during this podcast, I'm sure it's. You think it's over or under thirty? Mm, over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you can say, if you can. Never mind. I was gonna say if you count all my stutters, but then I had three stutters in a row. If you want a t-shirt, <laughs> if you want a t-shirt, count how many ums I said during this podcast, clip them together, and send them to me. 
and I'll get you a t-shirt if it's over 30. That's a lot of work. I hope nobody does that. But if you do, you deserve a t-shirt. Austin's going to do that. No, it's not valid to anybody who helps us with our podcast. I, I think Austin would. He definitely will. He's a beast. He helps us. Let me, uh, actually, before we go, really quick, really quick, do you mind if I give some love to a few of our guys? Sure. As long as it's not Brito, I'm good to hear it. Well, of course, Brito. Yeah, he's not here today. But I do want to thank everybody who is involved with our podcast. And that goes from Wade to uh, Nick. I'm going to try to do this from memory. Wade, Nick, Austin helps us out a ton, so we appreciate Austin. Steven, of course, Brito. We're not going to say Brito. Anyways. You said him. He was the first uh, one you said. No. John. Well, see, he's on top of my mind. That's good. Uh, John is a big part of our podcast. Mikey, our new addition, he's a big part of our podcast. We appreciate him. He's doing all our trade Don't stuff. Don't forget Jared. Uh, Tyler. I'm not, I wouldn't forget Jared. Jared is one of our stars. And did I forget anybody else? No. I think that's pretty much everybody. You said Tyler, Mary Tyler Moore? Yeah, okay. Tyler. I said him. So, anyways, we thank everybody for listening and for contributing to our podcast. We have awesome people that help us out. And just in time, Armando's dogs start barking. Yes. Again, we appreciate everybody listening. And uh, that was a shaky podcast. Thanks for tuning in, guys. For Armando. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Uh-huh. Eat, sleep, fantasy.